We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here, Chiefs Red Half Hour continues. We're awaiting Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Isaiah Pacheco. As soon as that occurs, as far as one of them stepping up to the podium, you will not miss a thing. We'll head out there uh, as the Chiefs get set to talk. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens holding some of their media availability. We'll continue to let you know if anything new comes out of Baltimore. We already played you uh, the, the quote from Lamar when he was asked about competing against Mahomes, saying, quote, I don't like competing against him at all. And then he went on to say he's a great quarterback, a no-brainer Hall of Famer. Definitely a Hall of Famer. Do you remember when you used to get excited just about like the room being set up? AFC Championship. It'd be on the backdrop. They'd have the Lamar Hunt Trophy sitting yeah. on a stand. Hell yeah, ready for your media availability. That used like that part was cool used to, to mean something. I don't even care when people post photos of it anymore. Like here's the trophy. I'm like okay. Spoiled. Spoiled. Like, it's a little, I'm a little like Bill Belichick officially on the Lamar Hunt trophy. And it's named after the owner here. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. Like, just that, that trophy's cool. And they got a whole bunch of them. Not the trophy I'm worried about anymore. No, but about, I think that different than one trophy. Like, I'm, I'm more that way with the divisional title where it's oh, like, yeah, okay. That means absolutely, that um, means even I, less I will than say, nothing. winning the AFC title game is still so mad. And like, being so mad because you know what it means. It means you're going to a Super Bowl. So, like, I sure. still think it carries plenty. Like, we can't get that spoiled to where we act like. No, Belichick did. Uh, you know. Do you remember it, that look I on know, his face from time he handed it off? He didn't even care about that thing. It's a hunk of metal to him. Maybe you don't care about the trophy, but you know what it signifies. Sure. It means you're going to another Super Bowl. That's what, like, because it, it's so different. You, look, you you lose on Sunday, and for a lot of teams, making the AFC title game, it's great. And people are like, wow, what a season. In Kansas City, not only are we no. spoiled, but we know what it means. It means for another two weeks, you get to be the talk of the NFL world. Everybody, you get another chance at a Super Bowl. You get another chance, and you get all of that. Anyway, let, let's go out and hear from head coach Andy Reid. I can give you a couple injuries here. Uh, guys that won't practice today, Sky Moore. Uh, Trey Smith um, ha- is sick. Um, Mike Edwards still on the protocol. Pacheco um, is toe, uh, but getting better. And Joe Tooney with the pec uh, strain. So uh, look forward to the challenge of playing the Ravens. Heck of a football team. Uh, very well coached. I mean, John does a phenomenal job there uh, as the head football coach and. Uh, he, he knows the whole game. He was a great, great special teams coach, great secondary coach, and, and he's been a great head coach. And um, very proud of him for all that he's, he's done and accomplished. And then, um, you know, Mike, uh, working with the defense, um, he, he's not only done it now in the NFL, but he did it at a Division I school in Michigan, did a great job there, and came back to the Ravens. and has really put together a, a good defense with a heck of a scheme. And, you know, Todd's done the same thing offensively. They're, they're playing well. Their quarterback is a spectacular player and, um, and playing well. So as is their, you know, their, the other guys. But um, it obviously starts with him. So uh, anyways, with that, time's yours. <clears throat> Sure. Uh, they've got a special chemistry. You know, I, I, I experienced it with um, Brett and 
sharp. I mean, they they were they were phenomenal together, and then um, I experienced it with T.O. and Donovan, and they were great together. And Deshaun Jackson stepped in, and they had a chemistry there with Jeremy, and um, and then come here, and these guys <laughs> developed developed this chemistry. Um, so it's been I've been fortunate to be around that, but it's hard to explain. Uh, why and how these guys connect like that, but they do. And they both have great feel for the game. And then they have a great feel for what the other one sees and is going to do in a very short time span. So and just as a, a baseline of everything else you're able to do, I mean, I, I, again, is, it, is, it, is there any way to summarize how that frees up everything else you're facing that part of the operation? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's part of it's part of the equation, obviously, a big part of it, and has been. Um, and so it allows you to do other things um, and play off of play off of that. Uh, but there's some other, you know, ingredients that have to take place too to make it make it all work. Mindy, uh, curious what you thought about Shamari Connor after he had to go in the game. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, listen, I thought Chamari did a nice job um, in there. Uh, that that encompasses calls and playing for a young guy to go in and be able to communicate back there is not the easiest thing, and he did it well. I think it helped that he, he's, a, he's been able to go in and nickel situations, dime situations. So he's it's not the first time he was in the game, but... It was for that extended period of time, and I thought he did a nice job. Physical, good tackler, did well in the coverage game. Allegretti is a guy that has started for us you know, a number of games, and all the guys look at him like he's a starter. Um, so everybody's got confidence that he can come in and, and do a nice job. Tough kid. Uh, not everything's the most uh, or the prettiest thing that you've seen, but he, he's going to fight you right to the end. And, um, and he's smart, so uh, good combination. Andy, you've faced plenty of great defenses, but this would be the number one scoring defense in the NFL with the Ravens. Just how complete is this defense you're about to face? Yeah, they, they, um, they, they do a great job. Like I said, Mike, it, it's the scheme in which he's uh, added his touch to uh, with the group there, and so uh, they they've got multiple fronts, multiple coverages. Um, they execute them well. A lot, of, a lot of the teams that try to do a lot uh, don't do it as well as this group does. So not only are the players listening, and uh, but they're being taught the right things, and um, and they're able to go out and perform at a high level. Yeah, now, once I got back, I went in and uh, started then, yeah. I just stayed, yeah, I stayed there. It was slippery out there. A lot was made last week of finally going on the road in the playoffs, not having done that. Is there a benefit to that, not going back on the road? Yeah, um, I didn't think much of the – you know, going on, the, going on the road and playing would be, uh, you know, that much different, uh, um, because we do it during the season, and you know, you, you've had some crowds. Green Bay was a wild crowd, loud, packed up there, and other places. I mean, that we've gone, or well, so I, I didn't look at it that bad. Um, and then, yeah, on uh, on top of that, that's a great environment up there play a game in. So even though they're against you, uh, it, it's really, you know, that's, that's football right there. And, and they, they love their team and they're passionate, very similar to coming in here to Arrowhead. Um, so it's a, it's a great environment. And that's why I've tried to look at that.
Talking about road games, Andy, just, uh, I mean, the players really embrace, um, you know, that opposition role. Just how much did, did it give you any satisfaction seeing them at the end of the game, just kind of loving about themselves and loving, like, being the, being the quote unquote bad guys? Um, you're saying us, yeah. being the bad guys. Uh, yeah, I, l listen, I, I thought the guys stuck together. And I would say this at home and away, but again, you're on the road, and I mean that, that is part of it. It's, um, so, but the guys they stuck together through the ups and the downs of the game, which every game presents, and they kept battling and kept hope. And I, I, I mentioned after the game that I thought that that was the thing that jumped out at me the most. Not that I didn't think they would do it, but just at the level that they did it. Um, supporting each other was and nobody flinched, blinked, and just kept battling. Coach, what do you think? Well, listen, I I thought we did okay during during the year uh, with opportunities there, and uh, but <clears throat> I would tell you that. Andy Heck does a heck of a job with, no pun, no pun intended, but he does a heck of a job with, the, um, you know, with designing the runs, and the the guys execute them. Obviously, Pacheco back healthy. You've got a nice rotation in there that you you can go to, and uh, the guys, uh, as well as Pacheco's doing. Clyde, when he has an opportunity, jumps in and does a nice job also. So. But, and then the offensive line takes a lot of pride in doing what they do. And they know it starts with them. And uh, I think they've, they've been very accurate with their blocking assignments. Coach, speaking with uh, a couple of the veteran guys, they talked about the, the younger players and then how they only pretty much only know, you know, like AFC Championship games, only know Super Bowl, like the success has been. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it grows you, right? As you'd say. So, um, and there's a lot of parity in this league. You better figure that out early. That it's it's not an easy, it's not an easy ride. Um, you got to be able to battle and battle through things. And uh, I can tell the guys, the veterans can tell the guys, but the young guys have to experience that. So, uh, but I thought they handled it well. They kept pushing forward, kind of focused on the job at hand, and that was getting better in some cases, just be, becoming better at their game. We've got four more. We're going to work the room. Go ahead, Pat. Kind of piggybacking off that, as competitive as Pat is, um, I'm sure there were times he was frustrated with the way things were going and disappointed. We saw that boil over time. What was your messaging to him, or what conversations did you have with him about just staying positive, believing that eventually you guys can get where you wanted to? Yeah, um, listen, Pat's a perfectionist, and he's competitive, as competitive as any of us right here. I mean, it's uh, and more so. He, he just he wants it right around him, but he's willing to teach, which is that's the unique part. So he's he's willing to share what he sees with the guys from his his sight, and and help the guys get into position. As long as they're willing to work, he's all in. And so um, that's, what, that's what I saw. And the frustration is more off of feeling urgency and, and winning games. I mean, that's what he, he's all about. And so I, I'm not sure there was a frustration other than, hey, let's go. This is, this is what this is, we're playing at the highest level in the world. And, if you're going to be as good as we think we're going to be, then the error margin is like this big. So you've got to tighten it down. Right. Andy, um, between the Saturday Night Live stuff and, and Travis's relationship with Taylor, I, I wonder if you've seen that that has posed any particular challenge to Travis to keep out the noise this way in, in ways he may not have had to deal with in the past. Yeah, I've, I haven't really seen it affect him anyway. You know, he. he kind of worked through some being banged up. And I think that week off there helped him. Um, and 
but I, I haven't seen anything with his relationship, with his off the field stuff, with the commercials and Saturday Night Live, all that stuff. He just he just goes. I think that all plays into what he is. I mean, that's that's just part of it. He does all that stuff real easy. So um, I don't think it gets him out of uh, out of his personality, and he has to change it all. Yeah. I gather from how you're saying it, it, none of that ever posed any extra challenge for you. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No. I mean, yeah, not at all. Andy, in today's game, kind of with the interior pressure the teams try to have, how important has your center and your two guards been to Patrick and what he's able to accomplish? That's the shortest distance to the quarterback. So um, to have strength there inside is important. To be able to stay square as long as you can inside is important. That takes strength. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's... That's important. I think it's also important that they're good communicators to the tackles. Um, those are new guys to the, to the system. So um, they've helped encourage them along the way and, and help teach them too. Yeah. Last one. You've known John Harbaugh for a long, long time. He was already at Philly for a year when you got there. What was it about him that made you want to be on your very first staff? And did you know him at all before that? Yeah, you know, I knew his dad. That's what I knew, and his dad is, is the best. And so um, he was real close to Lavelle Edwards. So I, I, I did a thing at a hospital one time with the two of them when I was a young coach. I was kind of carrying Coach Edwards' bag, you know. So, But I got to know him, and we were like the three coaches out of the whole convention that showed up at the hospital. So we spent a couple days together, and um, I mean, it was great. I, you know, I never forgot that part. So when I met John, I'm going, man, if you're half as good as your dad, you're on. So it didn't take very long. And uh, and he's all, he, he is that, you know. He's had a great mentor. And obviously, both brothers are tremendous guys. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. So that's Andy Reid. We're going to hear from Patrick Mahomes in a second. Just to fill you in, if you caught the middle of that, Andy Reid said that Sky Moore, Trey Smith, Mike Edwards, Isaiah Pacheco, and Joe Tooney will not practice today. The most concerning one of the bunch there is Joe Tooney, who has a strained peck. While Andy was speaking, Adam Schefter did send out a tweet that says, uh, in regards to the not practicing, a source is telling him it is unlikely that Joe Tooney will play Sunday against the Ravens. But another source said, quote, He's going to work like crazy to play. If you guys were listening uh, yesterday when we had Nate Taylor in studio, he said basically, like, let's not forget Joe Tooney played with a broken hand. You know, he's basically, you know, barely misses any time as an NFL pro. Like, if there's anybody that's going to give it a go, it's going to be him. Yeah, for sure. But how, you know, strain pack, you know, is, is a tough one. But they're not going to, let's put it, he's not going to be ruled out in the next day or two. They're, they're going to give him every opportunity, I think, to play. Let's go here from number 15, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, it, it's challenging. Um, the way he's able to just be a competitor and score the score the football, obviously, and then their entire team. I mean, it's a it's a tall task. You got to go out there and play your best football. And if you make any mistakes, it seems like uh, the game's gonna go the other way. So uh, uh, we've been able to play in a couple games, not in a few years now. Um, but I've admired watching him from afar and know that uh, it's gonna be a great challenge for us every time we go up against him. Is there a type of challenge facing a guy like that that's at the high level this year? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, he's going to be the MVP for a reason. I mean, he's, he goes out there, he, he leads his team, um, he, he scores, um, he, he runs, he throws, he does whatever it takes to win, and, and that's what the great, greats do. And uh, uh, like I said, it'll be a great challenge for our defense, but also a great challenge for our offense going against their defense. So uh, it's going to take a, a full team effort if we want to find a way to get a win. Are there parts of his game that you particularly appreciate? Yeah, I think, um, I think the biggest thing that you, you like to see in, in other quarterbacks is, is how they improve every single year. Um, and obviously, um, everybody talked about his running, but you can see how he's developed as a passer, throwing from within the pocket, arm angles, making the, the accurate throw in big situations and, and big moments. Um, and that's what the great quarterbacks do. Um, and he continues to get better and better every single year. And so uh, I knew we were going to play in a lot of games like this uh, as our career has gone on, and I'm sure this, won't, this will be the first of many. Um, yeah, I mean, you do after the season. Um, you're so motivated and focused on week in, week out, day in, day out, uh, trying to find a way to get to the Super Bowl and obviously try to win it. Um, but uh, I do have an appreciation for where I ended up, um, the players that I have around me, the coaches that I have around me, 
um, in the organization that, that, that I'm in and that we're lucky enough to be in this position. Um, but uh, that's stuff that you want to look at when you're done playing. Uh, so right now I'm just focused on today and how I can get better. As a, a follow-up to that, other teams have drama, right? right? There's some drama down in Dallas with players sniping. That doesn't seem to happen here. That, why, why do you think you guys are all on the same page where other teams may struggle with that? Is it injury? Is it Clark? Is it you? Is it what, what, why, why do we not ever see that sooner? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Coach Reed. I mean, um, the mindset that he comes into the building with every single day, the leadership that he has, um, he comes in, and we're, we're about ball. We're about um, having our brothers back, um, going going in there and doing whatever we can to win, but at the same time love each other and, and get the best out of each other every single day uh, on and off the field. And that's kind of the culture that I got brought into, so I can't take claim to that. That's, that's stuff that he had going uh, for a long time. Patrick, just with, um, with you and Lamar, you know, 2005 was the first NFL conference championship with two black quarterbacks. Last year, you and Jalen first in the Super Bowl. Now it's going to be first. AFC Championship with uh, two black quarterbacks mm -hmm. involved. Just with Lamar Jackson's criticism, you know, the quarterback economy, stuff like that, is that something you look at and take into account at, of, uh, of just how some people perceive other black quarterbacks versus how they perceive you? Um, I, th I think so in a little bit, but, I mean, it's to me, it, there never was criticism because you just cut the tape on and watch him play. I mean, do one MVP like his first or second, first full year starting, um, and he was throwing the football, he was running the football, he was doing whatever it took to win. Um, and so uh, I think we've kind of we started to break through that mold now and the, the, the quarterbacks came before us kind of set that standard and we've been able to to kind of keep rising the level to, to hopefully even higher standards and hopefully the kids behind us do the same. Um, but um, I'm, I'm glad to, to see that the level that he continues to grow and get better and better. Um, but obviously I don't want him to play great this weekend, but I, I, I am glad to see that where he's gotten to. Yeah, I think it's just um, at the end of the day, we want to compete. We want to go out there and win. We don't care how it's done. We don't care if we have a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. We just want to win. And um, you can see that when you hear him talk. Um, it's it's about everyone's success, not just his. Um, and I, I respect that. Um, and it's kind of, like I said, he was here before I got here. So I, I can see that from day one I stepped in the building. Um, and so um, when you have a bunch of guys that, that really want to win no matter what it takes um, and no matter who gets the shine, that's when you get the great football teams. I have another thing related to Um, I mean, Travis has always been Travis. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, I, I've, it's been cool to watch for me um, because, I mean, obviously he has all that attention, but he's just been himself the whole time. He's still Travis Kelsey. He still will walk walk through the stadium and, and treat every single person like they're his best friend. Um, and he's going to be like that in the locker room every single day. Um, and so uh, I, it hasn't been any different to me. I, I've, I've come to the building, come to work every single day, and uh, lucky enough that I have a lot of great players around me, and Travis is one of them. No, I was. Uh, it, it was. It was really cool. Uh, I was. I was. I was sad I didn't get to make it. I was one of my best friends growing up. Bachelor party was that weekend, and so I was a groomsman in the wedding. So it'd been tough to tell him I couldn't go. But um, I, being able to watch that, I know it was a dream of his. Um, he's. He knows all the skits from guys that that have been Saturday Night Live growing up, and he was always telling me ones from like before I was even born. I'm like, Trav, I don't. I'm not the same age as you, dude. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, so. Uh, He's, uh, he's definitely, it was something that he, a goal of his to just be on the show, but to be able to host it, um, and, he, and he crushed it, man. I mean, that's something that uh, hopefully longer down the line, if I can, we'll keep hanging him on, that he, he'll be able to do more of that type of stuff after he's done playing football. So Pat's going to go tomorrow too, guys. We'll just see the final three Todd. I asked Andy about how you warded off frustration, what he did to help you work through it. He mentioned you being willing to teach and willing to work with the guys. Where, where does that come from, and why do you approach it that way? Yeah, I mean, I think it just comes from the guys before me. I mean, Alex Smith is the prime example. I mean, he was playing great football at top level, and he was teaching me at the same time. Um, and it's it's about just trying to make everybody better. Um, everybody, we want to win every single week. That's just how it is in the NFL. 
um, but you, you, you're not going to. Um, so all you can do is get better each and every week, win or loss. Um, and the guys did that, and that's why we're, we're sitting in this football game now, and we're going to try to do our best to try to win this game and get better uh, for the Super Bowl after this. Yeah, I've I've learned it just from from doing it, um, having those experiences. Um, but um, I think you just you, your ultimate goal is to get to the Super Bowl. Um, but it takes a day by day process, step by step. And I've just learned to you you celebrate, you have those emotions, and then you come in that Monday and you just you wipe it all clean and you go back to game planning again. And um, you really want to celebrate is you hope you hope to have that parade, and that's when you can really celebrate. And I try to keep that in, in the back of guys' minds is. Yeah, it was awesome. We won the game. We'll celebrate. We land off the plane. Now we're moving on to the next week. Blair? Patrick, most of your life, uh, one franchise above all that dominated the NFL was the Patriots. Uh, I think you referred to it a couple times, having the Patriots repeating you. Just always there, right? Mm -hmm. You've started on the, the path of the replacement. I wonder if you relish that, how, how you feel about that, what's out there. Yeah, I mean, it's still we still got a long ways to go. I mean, they did it for for 20 years, um, and so um, all we can do is take it year in, year out, day, week in, week out, and day every single day. I mean, it's uh, it's something that uh, that's a that's the long goal is to win that many championships and and bring the, those titles to this organization. Um, but all we can do is focus on the Ravens this week, and that's what we're trying to do. All right, that's Patrick Mahomes. I want to go back to Andy Reid's presser because I, I think the story so far of today out of all this obviously is where things stand with Joe Tooney. We mentioned the report from Adam Schefter saying he is, quote, unlikely to play, but that Joe Tooney is going to, you know, give it all uh, to try to see if he can play. So that means Nick Allegretti is, is who we were talking about stepping up. He played towards the end of the game against Buffalo, but this will be the injury to watch, especially since the good news is that Willie Gay was not mentioned, meaning he's practicing today. I don't know if he's limited or not, but he will practice. So that's positive. But it's early in the week. Joe Tooney's your best offensive lineman. He's one of the best offensive linemen in football. And you're going to have Nick Allegretti, who fortunately has has been in this system for a couple years, uh, but this O line has played phenomenal the first two playoff games. So that you know th this this rightfully so will be a major talking point the rest of the week leading up to kickoff and whether or not Joe Tooney's able to give it a go. The fact that it's a pec strain means there's a chance that in a couple weeks after, if the Chiefs were to win, maybe he's available for a Super Bowl if he doesn't play on Sunday, which could be big, obviously, as we're talking about that. But Allegretti for one game. Maybe, but again, this is the same problem you faced against the Bills. This is one of the best sack teams in the NFL, similar to the Chiefs. This is the lowest scoring defense in the NFL. You're going to need those players to be great, and it's hard. I think it's hard for most people to be like, come on, it's just left guard. No, it's the best left guard in football. And I think about, I don't think Allegretti is going to be awful. I, I, not at all, but it's just you're, you're going from one There's of the best down, at man. his position in football so naturally, there's going to be a drop down. So what's the trickle down effect? Is you know, Joe Tooney playing at an all pro level to the right of Donovan Smith, who has struggled, probably elevates Donovan Smith's game, right? So might elevate Creed's so, game. We don't know. Sure. So, so they help each other. So what happens when it's Allegretti? If there's a little bit of drop in play, how does that impact your left tackle? That, that's that's what you have to wonder. I don't have the exact answer to that. We're going to all find out on on Sunday, of course. But let's just be honest. If the Ravens, I told you they were without their best office alignment, we would all be saying, well, there you go. There, there you go. So step back for a second. It is, a, it is a big loss. In fact, if in fact, Joe Tooney cannot play on Sunday, I do think you're right though, about what Nate said, which is if there's any chance this man can get through a game, he's going to do it. But Andy mm -hmm. has to make a really difficult call is 80%. Let's say that's what he is by Sunday is 80% of Joe Tooney better than a hundred percent of Allegretti. And yes. based on the fact, <laughs> you know, like, and again, this is not like, I, I think, know, you're saying I think Nick Allegretti is actually one of the better backup offensive linemen that you could have. Like I, he's been in the system for a while. Like, I don't, I don't think he's going to be terrible, but no, if you told me it was 80 something percent of Joe Tooney, my guess is he would be, he would probably be playing. The, the risk is that you play a couple snaps or a, a, a snap and then that pec strain becomes a torn pec. Well, then you're just done for the season. Now you will argue, Hey, it's the playoffs. Who cares? Yeah. But we also know like, if you can tell you could get a little bit of a drop off from Allegretti, you might get him back it, for the Super Bowl. You could have Joe Tooney back for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I do think that the, the bigger fear for me is what it does in the run game because where the chiefs have been so good in these last two games is those runs up the middle because the interior of their offensive line is great as a unit. Tooney, Creed, and Trey allowed almost no pressure. Creed was the highest-rated player, according to Pro Football Focus. Trey Smith had, like, 
25 pass rush snaps with zero pressures allowed. And we just talked about how Tooney's the best left guard in football. So you'd think it plays a factor there. But my fear is, God, they've been so good in the run game. The yeah. run blocking has been so good. Is it the same? Is it the same without him? It's a valid question. I think you might be able yeah. to protect Patrick Mahomes a little bit better because of his sack avoidance, Allegretti's comfort in that regard versus can you run Pacheco the same if that's the case? And I feel like that's where yeah. it becomes a little bit of a problem. Well, the good news is if Tooney doesn't play, you're not you're not throwing in a rookie. You know, it's not a guy you drafted in the second round that's only played a handful of snaps and you're asking him in his first year to step into a huge AFC title game. Nick Allegretti's been around a little bit. He's been with this team. You know, he's played, and he hasn't played in an AFC title game, I don't believe. But still, th- there's a little more experience there. This is not the same as if I told you Wanya Morris, who started a couple regular season games, was all of a sudden starting at left tackle in an AFC title game. You'll talk about pressure. Sure. I, I, you know, I, I think there's a little bit of a different feel. But I'm not, so there, there's a balance of not trying to, to downplay it. If you're just joining us again, Andy Reid, all he said about Joe Tooney is that he's not practicing today. That was it. But we're reacting to the Adam Schefter report that says a source is telling him he's unlikely to play Sunday, but also acknowledged another source told them uh, that he's going to work like crazy to try to play. And then you went through the injury history. We know if there is an offensive lineman in this league that is willing to deal with the pain and play, you know, he, it is, it is Joe Tooney. Someone said, Hey, the game ceiling run Allegretti seemed to do just fine. No doubt. But that's, yep. you know how this always works. This is uh this like this year's NFL season is actually a perfect example of that. You can get away with it for a couple of snaps. You might be able to get away with the half. Joe Tooney once played left tackle for a few snaps, yep, yep. and you're all ready to just make him the left tackle for this team. <laughs> There's a difference between doing it for a half, doing it for a quarter, doing it for a game, and then having to repeat that same success. The reason why starters are starters and backups is backups is not how they play in their best or not how they play in one game. It is the consistency over time that makes them different. For every sport, this is how it works. Any player in Major League Baseball can step in there and go four for four for a day. The guys who start in Major League Baseball are the guys for 162 games can go out there and consistently perform. Allegretti can perform to Tooney's level for a game, a half, a drive. Can he do it again? Can he repeat that success against Baltimore, another really good defensive line team? I don't know, maybe. But it is. It should be concerning to you that Tooney might be gone for Sunday. Yeah, I was going back and looking at game logs for uh, for Nick Allegretti because, again, he's been on this team going back to the 2019 Forever. season. He actually, the year where the offensive line was a complete disaster in the Super Bowl against the Bucs, he, he played so he's played in the Super Bowl. I guess yeah, yes. the, so like you know I said oh he yeah. was not good in that Super Bowl. Well the old, the entire line was was No, I'm not just single handedly yeah, yeah, putting yeah. it on Allegretti. They got murdered. The point the, the point of bringing it back up is just that I was saying no he hasn't played in an AFC title game. Well, yes, actually played in the Super Bowl. So you've got that if you're wondering how many games has he started as a chief? Thirteen. He started nine in that twenty twenty season we were referencing. Uh did not start any in twenty twenty one, started three last year and then started the one game. Uh, week 18, I'm assuming. Good for him for just, like, kicking around, well, always kept on this roster, collecting rings. No, they like veteran they, offensive they, linemen who know the scheme. Yeah, they've kept him around for a reason. They trust him. He's versatile, too. He's a guard, but he can play other spots. And He's 27 years old. This is not a rookie that you're asking to step yeah. in. Uh, but you know, it's a tall task to, re- to uh, replace an all-pro. And going up on that left side, too, by the way, it is going to be Matabuki, who he'll be going up against. Because Matabuki lines up on that side. They'll rotate some guys in, but yeah, that's tough. I mean, it's a tough matchup. There's no doubt. We'll just figure out where it goes. Someone says, sign Jason Kelsey to start <laughs> in his place. I don't think they let you do that. Um, he is still under, uh, he is still with the Eagles as of right this time. Could you imagine if they let team, like if the Eagles the new, cut the Jason new, Kelsey today <laughs> and he's allowed to sign with the Chiefs? Yeah. And they put Creed at left guard. Where did, did Creed play left or we're right starting, guard? We're starting free agency early for everybody in the playoffs. In, uh, um, in week 18, was Creed playing left or right guard? Right. I Is that think. right? Right guard? That feels right. I think I, Allegretti was playing left guard. And, yeah, yeah. And Creed okay. was playing right. And, uh, or was Allegretti, who was actually Allegretti was. Was he the center? That's what I'm trying to think. I think he was. I don't, it was like whoever the center was yeah. for Gabbert the entire year was a center, but I don't Could remember. Could Jason now. technically retire? Technically retire. No, they have to still but, trade him. And then there's that process. <laughs> they have to cut it. They have to just straight it, cut it, it if for you no were, reason. If you just were, to be nice. If you were under contract this year, and your season ended, you cannot 
be yeah, signed by anybody so. else till the league years. And by the way, if that happened, I'm just going to go and say it. Then all of the haters will be right, and uh, the league is rigged. Uh, if they let Jason yeah. Kelsey get cut from the Eagles, sign with the Chiefs for two games to win a Super Bowl, then fine, the NFL's rigged. All right, coming up next, we're expected to hear from Chris Jones and Isaiah Pacheco, and we'll find out how Pacheco. Well, maybe I, I said Isaiah Pacheco as I was speaking out loud. I realized we probably won't hear from Pacheco. He's not expected to practice today, so I don't know if they'll make him available. He Always was subject to change. He, he was on the schedule, but so we might hear from Pacheco. My guess is no, but we'll let you know coming up next right here on 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Taptrew, Nixon with you. Still expecting to potentially hear from Chris Jones, maybe Isaiah Pacheco, but again, Isaiah Pacheco not practicing today, according to Andy Reid, as the Chiefs get set to take on the Baltimore Ravens. So we'll keep an eye on that. We're also about 10 minutes away from the random question of the day. And at one o'clock, Josh Klingler, who will be on the sidelines in Baltimore at M&T Bank Stadium. He'll join us in the one o'clock hour as he does each and every Wednesday. While we're waiting for Chris Jones, uh, you mentioned something about Chris Jones. And I think we all watched and saw that early in that game. He was just moving around a little slow, but again, he's practicing today and he's not in the injury report or anything like that. And actually, let's take a pause on that because Isaiah Pacheco is at the podium. Um, I'll say, I'll say the funniest one that I thought was they said I run like I bite people. Like I ain't no zombie. Like that was crazy. Like so that was one of the funniest ones. You said I run like I bite the ground, bite the grass. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's uh it's a it's a, a great opinion I guess to have. Uh, on the way I run. Uh, for me, it's just um, being determined and understanding uh, that I have a goal to achieve and, and we want to get the job done. Are you angry when you're out there running? Uh, absolutely. Um, just through everything, you know, that's been in front of you, uh, understanding the week has been a long process of the week and, you know, just being prepared, understanding the scheme and willing to do whatever you got to do to get the job done is leaving it all out there in the field with no regrets. Yeah, absolutely. Working uh, with the training uh, room, uh, just doing a great job in there. Just, just blessed to be a part of it and just continue to get better every day. Yes, uh, just knowing that situation is extremely important. Um, you only get those situations in, in practice. Uh, and when you rep it and rep it and rep it, when it comes in the game and it happens, uh, it's like secondhand uh, nature. and. For us, uh, just being understanding the scheme and understanding we done did that in practice before, that's the mindset of me uh, getting the first down and, and having the O line uh, finish on that on that play. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is a big enjoyment. Uh, you win the game right there. It's all said and done. Uh, you don't have to send the defense back out there uh, to to get a punt or just to have them back out there. Uh, it eliminates that uh, part of the game and is is a is a big one for us. You talk, 
associate where you would tell them, Trav, all right, big bro, I got you. How much do you, uh, this is Patrick, how much do you look to those guys uh, in game versus in different situations? So I look to them in every game. Uh, they've been in the situation, they've been here, they've done that. Um, they know this game, man. For me, um, I've been here one year, uh, and I've been a part of it. Uh, it's been a long one year. So for me, understanding uh, that I've been in those shoes, been there, uh, just getting that uh, second opinion from those guys, hearing them, uh, is going to keep me going uh, even more. I'll say the intensity changed. Uh, it's the grit. You could see the, the guys, uh, the the eyes in the, in the huddle, and the way they bite bite their mouthpieces down from the start of practice. When it's group install, uh, it's not just group install. It's the beginning of practice, beginning of the game. Uh, that's the mindset we have to have because when it's set and it's all said and done, when the ball snap, it's over. Now we appreciate them throwing snowballs. Uh, that was fun. We, uh, I got some dodging skills off of that. Uh, it's cool though. Uh, you know, it comes with the game. When you love competing uh, in that environment, uh, you gotta love that. And going there with one goal and coming out with the goal that you went there with, uh, it feels amazing. Have you made strides in the past protection in pass protection in the last couple of years? And what are the areas you think you've gotten better? Absolutely. Um, understanding the scheme. Uh, being in that classroom, taking notes uh, daily, uh, day by day, and being the guy that's going to be the last defense. How much has Jarek helped you with that? Because he's always kind of been a legendary guy. Yes, he's been in, in the room uh, still to this day. And you guys might not see him out as much on the field, but he's still in the building, uh, still coming in, uh, showing support, and he's with us through it all. Like I said, it's the longest season last year of my career. So understanding now it's the second year. Uh, there was no off season for me last year. I had surgery. Um, so it's, it's been an ongoing work on going work. Uh, so for me to understand that, uh, got the routine down pack and just keep continuing to listen to the leaders, take care of my body and understand the goal we have. Say again? Absolutely, yeah. just staying longer in the building, being one of the last guys to lead the building. Isaiah, I can't quite see the shirt. Is that you? Oh, uh, yes. Um, one of my friends made it. Uh, you know, it's 10. We're going to rep it. Uh, it's 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 important to us, man. It means so much when you when you have to go in, in another uh, hostile environment with just a 53-man roster. Uh, understanding is y'all against the city, and when you come out successful, uh, it means a lot and it shows how hard we've been working. Yeah, absolutely. That message relayed from the end of that game on. Last week, which was what Sunday, Pat already said that week's over. Now, Coach Reeves has said it as well. Celebrate, but not too hard. It's time to get to work. All right, that's Isaiah Pacheco, who yes was rocking a yellow hoodie that has uh, him running on it. It's his. It's him on his own hoodie. Fantastic. I'd like you to get a shirt with Alex Gold on it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you'd like me to get an Isaiah Pacheco hoodie. I, no, I can no, do no. that. I want you to get a shirt. That's what we should all wear in Radio Row. You <laughs> should wear, uh, if the Chiefs win against Baltimore, we'll sit in Vegas and you can wear a shirt of Alex Gold That's weird. on your body. That's weird. He, it, does, it looks nice on it's, him. You can get by with it if you're an athlete. Also, if you're oh. having, you know, the best little four-game four, four stretch probably. Uh, in terms of your importance to this football team. Uh, another good sign, as you alluded to prior to going to break there, was that the fact that he's sitting out practice, not a big deal. Don't freak out about that. Sprained toe, they're working on it. He's meet, he's made available to the media. That's also another sign that he's fine. If they were truly concerned, he wouldn't even have been talking to the media. Uh, we can react a little more to that, but I do want to go back out to Arrowhead because big old number 95 is addressing the media. Absolutely not. No, I'm just playing with you. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I think it's more so of collective effort, you know, um, 
offense over the, over the years I've been here, which is eight years, has been remarkable. Have saved us a lot of games. Have won us won us a lot of games. And this defense as well. Uh, sometimes defense get overlooked because of how outstanding our offense has been over the years. But if you take it down in the playoff of the last four to five years, I think defense has played a significant part in it. So as well as Patrick has been, you got to give kudos to the defense and the Spags. How challenging is Lamar Jackson? You faced him before. What do you have to be mindful of in trying to stay <laughs> He's the MVP caliber quarterback. Um, you know, he has a good chance of winning MVP this year. That just shows you um, uh, how dynamic as a player he is. And um, that defense is one of the best defense in the league. I think overall as a team, they're one of the best teams in the league. Um, they've showed that throughout the, throughout the year on um, how competitive they are. As the better against the better teams in the league, you know, look at a team like San Fran, look at a team what they did to Miami, and they have been uh, showing that type of dominance throughout this year. So it's going to be tough. It's a challenge, but I'm excited for it. Chris, Chris how much have you really kind of relished in the mental side of your approach up front in terms of playing games, offensive line reads, and setting things up? And, and where are you now from compared to maybe a couple of years ago in terms of using that? Situation? I think it's a weekend, weekend thing. Um, you know, every game has this um, has this challenges, this mental challenges um, that you have to face, and also the physical aspect. You got the finesse teams, you got the downhill running teams, and then you got the Baltimore Ravens, who can do a little bit of both. Um, they can run the ball, they can pass the ball. They got weapons on the outside, but they also got a dominant offensive line who can just run the ball. So um, I think it's a great challenge ahead of us. Um, I think we um, watch a little more film and see what we can do. I think it's um, just goes to show the dedication um, with the guys in this in this organization, from top to bottom. Um, whether it's the coaches, whether it's the players, I don't think individuals can get you um, this far in this league. It takes a team collective effort, and I think it's a lot of dedication, a lot of um, a lot of support, and a lot of unselfishness amongst that, and a lot of commitment from guys. Um, from the practice squad guys, from your from your role players to your your leaders, and um, with that, a little luck, a little luck. And Chris, it seems like you had some good interaction with the fans in Buffalo. How much did you enjoy the opportunity to, to go on the road with that team coming from Oh, it was amazing. Um, Barbell Tavern in Buffalo. Were- All right, looks like we lost our connection there. They were about to wrap up. That was going to be the final question there from, uh, we'll from never Chris know Jones. About that, that, that tavern, tavern that, What was the name of it? Bar- Barbell Tavern? Barbell Tavern. Not totally yes. sure. But. No, no, but you, we were talking while Chris was talking a little bit between ourselves about just the question he was asked prior to that, which was, you know, six straight AFC title games. And, like, and you said all but two years of his career. Yeah, his first yeah. two years when he was a rookie and a second-year player, they made the playoffs, but they didn't advance very far. And then the other six years of his NFL career, AFC title game, AFC title game, AFC title game, just over and over and over and over and over again. You got to think about how many players, because of how young the Chiefs are, they got a bunch of players on defense who have, this is at least this far. Like Isaiah Pacheco was talking about the same thing. So I've been on this team two years, won the Super Bowl as a rookie, (laughs) and now in his second year is a game away from getting to go to the Super Bowl again. Travis Kelsey, now see, look, he had like a whole nother career. He had the pre-Mahomes career in which he was one of the best tight ends in NFL, but, you know, still had a lot to prove. And then he has his Mahomes and on career in which he's the single greatest and most successful tight end ever and a bunch of Super Bowl titles and all these things to show for it. But because of the age of most NFL players, man, if you've been on the Chiefs for the the only team you've been on in your career is the Chiefs, there's a pretty good chance this is all you know. The AFC title game or further. That's it. It's the only two things you know as an NFL player. It's kind of wild. Someone is correctly pointing out about um, I also have a Pacheco shirt that has Pacheco on it. He's like, you had a trophy. You had a statue of Alex in your basement for years. 
Well, now Alex technically has that. Yeah, so we so both so have so statues of ourselves, similar to Isaiah Pacheco having a picture of himself on his own hoodie. Uh, Cody made them all of us. Think about that. That Co- Cody had yeah, statues of all of us, and he kept it in his basement for. A while. I finally just got my own back. At Radio Row, Cody, are you going to bring? You're going to now have your statue on Radio Row, aren't you? You're gonna I was going to say that would be worse than <sighs> that's, that's, that's a, a t-shirt to travel with. Wearing, a, wearing a hoodie is, is not. Again, if you're an yes. athlete, if you're Pacheco, you're an athlete. You can wear a hoodie of yourself. Absolutely, it's your basically. It could be your. It's no different than sure. Mahomes wearing something. You know his Mahomes PM, logo. Yeah. What's the difference? PM fifteen stuff. No, I think that's. Probably I mean, fine. a photo of you, a radio host, would be really weird on your shirt. <laughs> really <laughs> weird. Is it weirder though than you bringing that statue and having it? No. On on the table. No. The that, shirt's that less is, weird than the yes, statue. Yes. If, if we were on Radio Row and we're sitting there and it's just statues of both of us <laughs> while we have guests coming by, they, I mean, it would definitely, it's a way, it's an icebreaker. That's for sure. It's an icebreaker when we start these conversations with people we haven't talked to before. Which is good sometimes. I was considering reaching out to our friends over at Raygun to see if we could get the Ride the Defense, but set a different way t-shirts. I thought that if they got to the Super yeah. Bowl, that'd be a nice That'd be a nice giveaway for anyone who came to the team. There's definitely some a shirt that said, some, "Do you think that they can ride the D?" Some other t- some T-shirt ideas are good. I, I yeah, the, the ride the D shirts. Mm. Wait, 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 I what's think your hesitation be, here? Here's my hesitation. Walking down the strip in that here, T-shirt. Here's my hesitation. Uh, other than the obvious hesitation, <laughs> is um, <laughs> is the fact that it wasn't said by anybody on. Like if it was said by a Chiefs Andy player yeah, or different. even someone locally in Kansas City, the fact that it was said just by Chris Rose on NFL Network. It does with all due respect to him. Doesn't it? Doesn't it's not a, the story's it's not, the not same as good. Juice. Yeah, it's not the same. Now, if you versus were to, smoking on that Joe Burrow, yeah, I mean, which if, we, if, we obviously made shirts for last. I year. mean, if Patrick Mahomes stepped up to the podium a week ago and said, "We're going to ride the D to the Super Bowl," the that's shirt had different. already been made. Yeah, it wouldn't even yeah. matter. Yeah. We already made the shirt. Yeah, that's a little bit different. And for those that know what we're talking about, like, when are you guys making jokes about this whole? It's because uh, like a week ago, a week or so ago, Chris Rose was on NFL Network talking to Maurice Jones-Drew. This is far and away the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had, right? No. I mean, is it possible that they could ride the D? I, I... The defense? Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen. <laughs> Such a MJD good point. makes it so, so much good. better. Because if, you, if you're not watching the video, he like stops for a second, gives him that look like, mm? you sure you said that? And then, and then says, all right. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Drew. Over in the text line, 913 Sorry, five eight six. Yeah, it used seven, to be seven six. 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 Wow, yeah, you're been good. a while since I got that yeah. one wrong. And over on the live streaming, follow us on Twitch, Six Ten Sports KC. We're available on all the live streaming apps as well. I want to ask what I'm going to play a clip, and then I'll ask you a question that follows. Today, the New Heights episode is out. As you well know, they release those things on Wednesday, in which Jason and Travis describe what it was like. Travis described what it was like to watch that moment when Jason's coming outside of the suite. And Jason's reaction to, like, maybe what happened in the meantime. You celebrated my touchdown by taking off your shirt, screaming, jumping out of the suite, chugging a beer with the fans, then jumping back into the suite. I watched this, and it was pure pandemonium. Just pandemonium. Tell you what, man. If you don't run for president, this all is just going to go to waste. (laughs) This is all just a – it looks like a political campaign. Stop. Stop. There's nothing political about this. This is just a man in his elements with his Bill's Mafia compadres (laughs) enjoying – the dead of winter. That's what this is. <laughs> I wish I would have stayed out there longer to actually get my nipples hard enough. Your thermostats couldn't gauge how cold it was yet. My thermostats didn't regulate to the temperature. <laughs> there was not enough cameras on the suite where you could see Kylie, though. I wanted to see her reaction to all of this so bad. I'm not going to lie. I gave Kylie a heads up. The moment we got into the suite, I said, I'm taking my shirt off and I'm jumping out of that suite. And she said, Jason, right. don't you dare. I was like, hey. It's letting you know what's happening. I'm not asking for permission. I'm doing this. Once a Kelsey man's determined, there's no f- stopping him. And she was already telling me to be on my best behavior because we were meeting Taylor. This is hilarious. <laughs> I was like, Kylie, when I met you, the first day I met you, I was blacked out drunk and fell asleep at <laughs> the bar. This is part of the charm. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. I want to make my best first impression. This is my best chance. My best first impression is the worst impression ever. So I, I, I could just build <laughs> from that, that point. Nice oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So obviously a great thing. So wait, he, there's a lot, he knew going into the game, basically that he was always going to take a shirt off. And then kind of ruins. It. I'm going to ignore that. I'm, oh, I'm wow, going to ignore, okay. I'm going to ignore that comment. I'm going to act like it just happened in the moment, but go ahead. Okay. It sounds like he at least warned Kylie that that yeah. was going to be the case. And she said, leave a good impression. By the way, in response to that, she said, 
Okay, just remember, I'm not asking permission when I go get us a new cat. She's just gonna like, it's <laughs> going straight to the store. He did later, by the way, in the podcast, said that Taylor loved Jason. Of course. Had a good time. Of course. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't have had a good time yeah. in that moment. The question I have for you is how mindful are you of your first impression with someone the first time you meet him? New boss, new girlfriend, girlfriend's parents, whatever. Because I'll be honest, I'm a little bit like Jason. I don't think I ever think about it. I just act like my normal kind of jackassy self. And then sometimes that is uh, not perceived great. And then other times it seems like people are like, well, this is just Cody. So we accept it. I think I'm a little more in this camp where I forget that I probably should care about the first impression. And instead I just act. Yeah. I think it depends on the situation. Like uh, I think the first time you meet your boss, I think you just being like whatever you want to describe yourself that you, you might want to be, you might want to be on quote unquote good behavior. The first time you meet your boss, uh, I think I, I do buy into that. Um, as far I have as, not always been, I'll just be honest with you. There's been a couple of times where not on my best behavior near a boss in the first 48 hours of meeting them. So did that happen this time? Um, no, but I did when I took the job here. Um, I mean, I, look, I can't go into full detail, but when I originally did the job, <laughs> since then, I had some like, I was kind of blunt with a couple of the answers that maybe could have been a little softer okay. in tone. I think okay. that, I think so. What he described where he's like, he was already at a bar and that was their first that you were already you didn't you didn't he didn't know he was meeting his future wife that night. Uh, who does? Uh, also, he wasn't even on a date. Correct. That's what he was saying. Yeah. So it's different. So no, you, but they were on a date when he met Kylie. Like she came to meet him off of Tinder. He was blackout drunk at the bar and she still continued. So it to was date a date. Then. Yeah. Oh, well, then that's different. Yeah, that's definitely different. That's incredible. I was saying that if you knew you were going on a date, yeah, I would be, I think, on the first date. First impressions are massive. Massive. Yeah, but you also don't want to give a false no, there's sense a of you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but Cody, there's a, there's, there's a balance, though. Like, you can, there's a balance. In this case, it worked out just fine for Jason. Like, there's a balance. Like, yeah, you don't want to be fake on the first date. I, I hear you. But also, like, don't want to be, I was about to say, don't want to be passed out, you know, and get drunk on the first date. You know, I, again, it worked for him. Uh. Text line. Someone says they cut out about 90% of the curse words, words on their first impression. And then they open up. Yeah. See, that's again, yeah, that's not true. my strength. Occasionally I, I let a few fly that I shouldn't let fly in that scenario. I'm, I'm, you know, and again, I think as you get to know somebody, it's a little bit different, but I don't think I think about it nearly as hard. What about you, Drew? You, you, your first date, you now, obviously you, you've been married for a couple of years now. So first date, you got, you guys met on a dating app. Yeah. Did you like, what was the, did you put on the show? The impression? Uh, I, I did. I tried to, I, I was, I was acting my best or going into it. I said I needed to be on my best behavior, I guess, but I, I never really thought about it that yeah. way. Uh, j I just was like, yeah. Be yourself, and then if it works out, it's great. So th th that's yeah, kind of gotta the, be yourself. But th that's the way that I thought about it more. When when you meet, when I met Bree's parents, I think that was the okay. Let me. <laughs> I'm gonna go in a, a little bit conservative, and then it, we'll see how we we'll see. We'll, we'll get a vibe for how things are going, and then yeah. Then, then no, we'll I think loose. I think be yourself on the first day, but like also don't like don't embarrass yourself yeah, either. Yeah, you know, I, I was, again, I think there's yeah. a balance to it. Like the text lines making it like over on Twitch. They're talking about, like, well, you know, like, I might be a little less high than normal. If I, that's a direct <laughs> part of my app, you're like, well, that's different. Also, the text line remembering, someone says, Cody's first impression in Maryville, I went on a golf trip and crashed, as you remember, a, I don't know, some sort of high school reunion. And I yelled in that room, it's me, Bill. But that person doesn't know me, and they're never going to know me again. As far as they know, I am Bill. Hmm. <laughs> someone says, you know, like, it's like, just control yourself around new people. I think if you're on a date or you're meeting bosses, I actually think in a weird way, like what Jason Kelsey's doing is right. This that's is the extreme, who, though. This is who I am. Right, but that's the this is the person that I am. Yeah. And if you're not going to be cool with that, this ain't going to work out all that well either. Yeah, I think there's. I a, get the first one versus a, second or there's third. There's a fourth. balance. Like, yeah, I mean, also pretty soon you're going to find out who the person really is anyway. Like, you can't. I mean, you're yeah, not going to can't hide it forever. But but there's a balance. Like again, it worked out for him. Like also first date getting blacked out drunk. I would say ninety percent of the time that's not going to work out for you. Maybe even higher than that. Ninety nine percent helps when you're Jason. Let's be. Let's just also be honest. Like you're an NFL player. If, it helps if, a lot. You think he can get away with being blackout drunk on a date more than you? Yes, can? of course. One hundred percent. Have you tried that yet? I have not. <laughs> have you tried just? Kidding. Like, we should get you if on a date. But you have to guarantee time. me you'll drink like five cocktails. If you were worth millions of dollars, Worse. if you were worth millions of dollars on a first date, my guess is, fair or not, uh, some people would give you more of an opportunity. Yes, I do think there is truth to that. Someone I says Cody's next job interview just walks in, tears his shirt off, chugs a <laughs> beer. 
I tend to be more conservative in the way that I approach things anyways. Like, I'm a more, I, I guess, hesitant person when I approach somebody new. But I also think that's just new. you. I think yeah. that's who you yeah. are. Right, right. I, I, I can't say that I'm not, I'm not trying to put on a, a good face. I'm just being myself, which tends to have uh, the slightest bit of social anxiety, I guess, when I'm around somebody new or a lot of people. It takes a little bit. If I'm around somebody I know, it's great, obviously. All right, that's the random question. Of the day. Up next, we get right back into the Chiefs and Ravens. Someone that will be on the sideline, our guy Josh Klingler, will be in Baltimore. We'll get his perspective on this Ravens team and how concerned is he with the latest news around Joe Tooney. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.